prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. Today is August 12th, 2020. Uh, We're going to be talking about two important topics today. First, we're going to be talking about how cannabidiol can be used uh, to help people suffer less damage um, from contracting COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2, whatever you want to call it. You know, we talked about 25-hydroxy, LL37, the effects of sun exposure and even vitamin D supplementation all the way back in March on this show before anybody talked about it. And once again, we're going to be bringing you some really exciting and breaking information um, about how to deal with uh, some of the uh, worst symptoms uh, of this virus. Later in the show, we're going to expose some BS science. You know, science is for sale today. Um, it's very sad. It used to be a, there was a point in time where uh, scientists had cordial discourse and discussed things without digging their heels into the sand and defending their positions uh, beyond the scope of the science that they had available. And um, there is has been an assault on red meat. For many, many years now, we're finding out that it's really not bad if you're not eating processed foods. But a study was just commissioned by a company that makes fake meat uh, to show that fake meat is better for you. And we're going to look at the science and we're going to discuss what really it shows and what it doesn't. We first have to thank our title sponsor, Legendary Foods. The website is eatlegendary.com. The code is SHR10 for 10% off everything there. If you're a low-carb person, if uh, managing how much protein you get and reducing the amount of sugar in your diet is important to you, but you still want to snack, you still want to feel like you're cheating, but you're not, the website is eatlegendary.com. The code is SHR10. They have a... uh, uh, something called a tasty pastry, which uh, looks like a pop tart, tastes better than a pop tart, but in fact has less than one gram of sugar, uh, three nine grams of high quality high leucine protein, and uh, between three and four impact carbohydrates. You should get them for yourself and your kids, especially if your kids are getting ready to go back to school. And without further delay, I have my guest join me, and that is Doctor. Babak Baban, how you doing, Doctor Baban? And I'm very good. Thank you so much. And, and no one can see your mouth move, so raise your hand. Doctor Baban is in the back. Thank you. Yeah. And Doctor Jack Yu is in the front. You know, we have to get used to not being able to see people's mouths when they talk, and uh, and it's a it's, it's something that I little nuances where I, when people talk on the show and they're wearing a mask, I have to say, hey, you know, no one knows it's you. You'll have to uh, you'll have to raise your hand and let us know. So anyway, this is an interesting study. The um, research looked at the effects of CBD, 
uh, cannabidiol on uh, inflammatory process, ex- process experienced during uh, SARS-CoV-2. Why, 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 why did you to look at this? Why did you uh, look at this? What, what, what was a, a, any previous research that made you go, gee, hmm, this might be interesting. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Uh, sure. Uh, first, uh, thank you again for having us. Uh, uh, since 2014, uh, we, uh, I hope I'm clear. Uh, my yes. voice. Yeah, no, you're perfect. So since 2014, uh, we have been uh, working on the uh, beneficial and potential of the uh, CBD cannabidiol and uh, medicinal cannabis in general in uh, several uh, disease models. Uh, and mainly inflammatory diseases, including uh, tumor, uh, ischemic kidney, and also chronic wound. Uh, So we had uh, enough data and uh, supporting evidence that uh, CBD has potentially, uh, is a very good uh, anti-inflammatory agent. And uh, since uh, uh, COVID-19, the main problem is the uh, uh, basically hyperinflammation and in, 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 is a kind of inflammatory diseases. So it was very plausible for us to, uh, knowing the potential of CBD, we related it to the um, uh, inflammatory uh, responses in the COVID-19, and we thought it would be a very good idea to test it to see if uh, we can see any uh, beneficial effects. Now, the really nice thing about this discussion, this discussion is that CBD is available uh, without prescription in, in just about every state in the United States today, which means that if it does have protective effects, uh, it's not going to be controversial. You'll be able to go and buy it. You don't have to explain why you're buying it. So that, that's, that's a really important distinction between the things that are being talked about in the mainstream media and this right now. So – uh, maybe uh, who would like to answer this question? What's the pathway that CBD seems to suppress inflammation? Is it the traditional cyclooxygenase, uh, COX-1, COX-2 suppression, or is there something else at work here that uh, maybe looks more like omega-3s, which have a, uh, a genetic switch uh, to shut down inflammation? I'll get it started, but uh, again, thank you, but the answer to that question is that we don't really know. Um, there are many, many potential steps, uh, including the blocking of the ion channels, the interference of the signaling detecting the uh, virus, all the way to the activation of uh, uh, releasing of these uh, inflammatory mediators. Uh, we know at least uh, half a dozen potential steps. But I'd like to uh, just uh, uh, clarify one point. We did not use SARS-CoV-2, the active virus itself. We do not have uh, biosafety level 3, a BSL 3 or 4. So what we did is we bypassed the, uh, uh, the viral infection. That's a, this is the virus. Once it gets into the cell, it releases its genetic material. During the duplication, it forms this double-strand construct. The body detects the double-strand RNA. So we use a synthetic double-strand RNA to induce lung inflammation and lung damage. 
then we rescue it with CBD. And we did document the, uh, the, uh, the beneficial effect. I also want to emphasize that uh, the initial phase of the viral entry is associated with massive suppression of body surveillance and defense because we probably get this kind of uh, uh, microbial invasions all the time. Mm -hmm. So the virus evolved a very elaborate set of mechanisms to suppress our defense. So even though CBD is commercially available, it would be a very, very bad idea to give an anti-inflammatory at the time when the virus is already suppressing the body's response. It is during the second phase when all of a sudden you go from not able to respond to too much uh, responses. So even though CBD is commercially available, the timing of uh, its administration is critically important. Okay, so let's address that. So is it safe to say in the initial stages where um, we already have a suppression of inflammation, you're probably asymptomatic at that time, but then you start to develop symptoms, and the symptoms could be difficulty breathing, uh, you know, the uh, traditional pneumonia-type Symptoms, would that be the time to introduce uh, the CBD? We believe so. We're currently using the real virus uh, in collaboration with uh, UGA. And uh, your point is an excellent one. We will probably be looking at, at the beginning of the symptoms. That's when the symptoms such as fever, difficulty breathing, those are the signs that the body is kicking in the inflammatory reaction. And we will probably want to administer CBD to induce anti-inflammatory effect at that time. But the actual timing is critically important. So lots of things have been shown since, since the whole discussion of cytokine storm, which is a word that we've used on this show for over a decade because it is apparent in several conditions. We now realize there are lots of things that can modulate cytokine and inflammatory responses, everything from melatonin to glutathione, uh, in some cases high-dose liposomal vitamin C and intravenous vitamin C, and the list goes on and on and on. So my question to you is, do you see CBD becoming part of a stack that's administered to people to combat the tissue-damaging effects of over-response of the immune system, or do you see it as a standalone? It can do the whole job by itself. Well, uh, that's a... Excellent uh, question, actually. Uh, no, I don't think it can do it by itself, I mean, based on our uh, uh, findings. However, uh, CBD is a excellent immune regulator. So, but it has, and, and it takes advantage uh, of, it takes advantage of so many things in our body. One of them is uh, already built in endocannabis system, which Basically, the CBD indirectly affects it, and it is uh, widely spread in, in our body. So uh, it is natural. It is uh, basically uh, it is a good uh, immune regulator. But no, it needs a um, 
in harmony and it, it needs a synergistic function really to it, it, it's not by itself we're not uh, uh, able to do what we need really to do. but in conjunction and in uh, association with other uh, agents yes I think it is a very powerful and uh, again I'd like to mention something we have to differentiate uh, between immune suppression and immune regulation. So CBD is an immune regulator. That's the good thing about it. It doesn't completely switch off the immune system. It basically brings it down to an uh, adequate level, what we need. So it can, still res- it can still respond. It's just not over-responding. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. How was your study designed? Did you do this in a Petri dish? Did you do it in rodents? What did you do? Uh, No. Uh, We use animals. We use uh, mice. Uh, The specific kind is black six. So we give the double-stranded synthetic RNA on day zero to induce this body's response to the, the, we call the PAMP. P-A-N-P, pathogen-associated molecular pattern. That's the signal that the body looks for. So if you have that, you know that there is uh, an infection going on. So after day two, that the, after the second dose, we start with the uh, CBD. The animal receive a total of three doses of the challenge, the poly-IC uh, acid, which is a synthetic uh, uh, RNA. And then we give them uh, the CBD by day three without the uh, the challenge, and then they go on for several days. Uh, after about a week, we uh, check for the clinical signs because when people have uh, acute respiratory distress syndrome or ARDS, they cannot get enough oxygen into them, um, uh, their bloodstreams, and uh, you can detect that by using a pox oximeter. So in our model, the oxygen saturation goes down by 10 percentage points, which for a human will be down to about 80, uh, 90%. Um, in these uh, mice, they are, they are almost to 80. And uh, the CDC cautions if your uh, O2 saturation goes below 94%. And then they also have increase in cytokines. Uh, they have a lot of white cells and exudate in the lungs. And uh, if you can imagine, you need to have a very thin membrane to allow the gas to exchange. Uh, these uh, fluids build up in the air sacs, we call the alveoli. Then the air exchange become problematic. That's basically uh, a pulmonary failure. How did the rodents receive their therapeutic doses of CBD? And were they daily? Were they... Multiple times a day? Once a day, at about two hours after the, uh, the, the, the double-strand RNA, we give them in their belly called intraperitoneal. Intraperitoneal, yeah. Uh, yeah. Injection. We give them about five milligrams per kilogram weight. So, so when you do intraperitoneal, you're, you're, you're bypassing the, um, the action of eating and because you want a precise dose delivered, but it's still going into the stomach and being digested, just like something that would have been eaten, correct? Uh, it's not in the stomach. But in the stomach, you go through the, the, the digestive tract, and then everything is picked up and has to be filtered by the liver first. There's a first-pass effect. Right. Just like you take Tylenol, 
it has to go through the liver. And the effect is a little different than if you give Tylenol by uh, intravenous route. So we give IP, so it doesn't have to go through that liver. It's picked up, and it is uh, it's more of a, a systemic dose rather than uh, oral dose. So is it similar to intravenous? And when you go intraperitoneal, uh, you, you're bypassing digestion and thus, and thus bypassing the liver, but you're still putting it into um, the intestines, correct? No. Oh, no. okay. I misunderstood. Inside this cavity called the peritoneal abdominal cavity. And we put that medicine into the space that's between the the bowel and the abdominal wall. Okay. And then okay. absorbed by the peritoneal membrane. Right, Some right. Some probably right. go through the liver. But the majority, this is almost equivalent to... Uh, 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 intravenous, but uh, injecting into the tail vein requires a very, very tiny gauge needle and is much more challenging. And right. given uh, IP is a much simpler, more straightforward method. Was the um, what was the the uh, drug used an isolated CBD? Was it full spectrum? What what exactly was it? We used the isolated CBD. Uh, it, it was isolated, uh, THC-free. We have a study going on. We are trying the broad spectrum and full spectrum uh, CBD also. But the data we have and uh, was published, uh, we got good results with it, is uh, isolated. So it was free of the terpenes and all of the other active ingredients found in full spectrum. It was just the various CBD portions of uh, of the hemp, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and that, that, that that's important because uh, there's a lot of discussion out there today, as I'm sure you well know. You know, full spectrum is better. Uh, you know, uh, isolates don't work, and so clearly this is interesting because you used an isolate and it's doing its job. That's very very promising. Um, a listener, a viewer, says that his frustration is that there's no standardization out there uh, in, on the consumer level. Uh, batches from the same manufacturer seem to vary uh, with the uh, uh, with with the amount of CBD in them. Um, so that that's another thing that people need to consider. If you're listening to this, and you're thinking, "Oh, great! You know, my grandmother just got it. I'm going to go down to the store and buy this CBD product that's sitting on the shelf." You, we you really have no way of quantifying the the potency of that. Uh, as compared to what was done in this laboratory, correct? Absolutely. This is one of the uh, uh, frustrations that we share. Um, the, the cannabidiol research or the cannabis research in general has this problem because it's, it's not unless you get it from a, a, a very reputable or, or a, a firm that that manufacturers and sells a uh, very high grade, almost pharmaceutical grade uh, uh, cannabidiol, you, you have no idea. And there are several reasons. One is the legal issues. Uh, two is the questionable source that you cannot verify. And uh, as a result, that the, uh, the supply uh, is often limited and the uh, purity uh, is often questionable. So hopefully one day we will elevate this uh, whole field, just like if you go buy a, a, a tablet of uh, Tylenol, 
Right. You know, you're getting acetaminophen. And uh, the way we use this is uh, as a pharmaceutical. So we know the purity and we can uh, have uh, a repeatable uh, quality from batch to batch. Otherwise, you cannot, uh, you cannot depend on that. You don't know what you're getting. So with that being the disclaimer, what was the dose given to the rodents? It's five milligrams per kg. Five milligrams per kilogram. Yes. And and I know there's a, a human equivalent formula, but do you know what the human equivalent formula would be, uh, milligrams per kilogram? It would be about the same since it's per kilogram. So if you have a, a 100 kilogram person, that would be 500 milligram or 0.5 gram. It's a pretty hefty dose. Yeah, that's a big dose because most of the um, commercial CBD products, the entire bottle maybe only has 2,500 milligrams of CBD. So that's, uh, and that's an expensive bottle, and, and this application would require that bottle to be good for five doses, and that's it. So, yeah, that's a pretty big dose. So well, one of the things that we're testing right now is to, to do the pharmacokinetics to see what is the optimal dose and uh, what is, the, of course, when we give it to people, we're not going to stick it in their peritoneal cavity. So we're looking at uh, the most likely uh, ways of administering this is probably through an inhaler, a puff like mm-hmm. you do with uh, uh, provental. Well, and, th- so, and, th- and that would uh, uh, offer an opportunity because we know that these cytokines well, this, vi- this virus prefers the, the lung tissue. We know that. And so by doing that, yeah, thank you. Are you sh- shutting that off? <laughs> um, we know that the, this virus prefers to reside in the lungs. And so that would cause a great opportunity to deliver this drug right to the lungs where the greatest concentration is. So that would be great. We are, we are, working, we are working with... Uh, uh, one or two groups, uh, hopefully, and when we start working with UGA, uh, University of Georgia, uh, that's the plan, basically, to do it through the inhaler. That's brilliant. So um, when the dose was given, how soon after did you see the changes occur, the, the increase in blood ox, uh, the the changes in inflammatory uh, response in the lungs was it immediate or did it take days? It took days. It did. Days. Yeah, yeah. It took. Uh, I think you have to. No, no. Please yeah. take your time. <clears throat> okay. We first start seeing if that the day four. So day four. So after administering it continuously for four days, that's when you started to see it. So it is for two doses of the CBD because we gave three doses in total every other day. So day four would be two doses. Uh, one okay. day two and one is day four, which is after the second dose of the CBD. We saw a significant effect. Now, now CBD is, is thought to have an effect on the central and peripheral nervous system. Uh, did you did you observe anything else in the rodents that, um, like, were were they 
less likely to uh, move? Did you did you challenge them with the maze? Did you uh, put males and females in the same cage? Did they, you know did they, did they do anything else that would, would identify that the CBD was also working in other ways? The, the question of uh, rodent behavior is a, a rather challenging one. We have built uh, operant conditioning cages so that we can observe uh, the behavior. Uh, one of our projects was looking at uh, using cannabidiol for post-operative pain relief. But uh, to measure pain is not uh, that easy. And we use only male mice, so we couldn't tell uh, other behaviors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just objectively, I think uh, the full spectrum mice seem to be happier in other experiments compared to the uh, the more pure preparations of uh, CBD. Really? Again, there are many, many compounds, the terpenes and uh, even just the cannabidiol family, cannabichrome, uh, there is at least a dozen of these. Um, but we don't have... To, to really do that, we need an infrared cage to track how much they move, mm-hmm. where they stay, whether they stay in the center or the uh, corner uh, periphery of the cage. It will be this will probably be part of the uh, the next study design. Did it change eating habits? Did these rodents have ad libitum uh, chow available? They ate when they wanted to, and did they ch- did it change their their consumption? Uh, well, after the. Uh, Infection, when we infected them, yes, very briefly, but after the administration of the CBD, uh, they went back to normal very quickly, and they, they were eating and drinking well. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, I've got lots more questions. We're talking with Dr. Babak Baban and Dr. Jack Yu from... Uh you're, you're, you're with the University of Georgia, correct? I'm sorry. I think I may have. That's the university. Right. Okay. Thank you. And, uh, and, and we're going to cover. So I've got more questions. I know the audience is very interested in this. You know, um, the, these types of discussions are very promising because there's a lot of people out there who are looking for ways to not get damage from <clears throat> this virus. This virus permanently damages the lungs, especially uh, when a ventilator is used. Because the inflammation causes the lung tissue to be less pliable, less expansive, and then the and the ventilator forces the lungs to expand and contract. And a lot of people who were ventilators were used, they will have lifelong problems. Now that even though the virus is gone, they'll have lifelong problems uh, with breathing. So this is this is very very interesting to me. We're going to take one quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more Superhuman Radio. Stay tuned. Select Savory Snacks Original Biltong is the healthier alternative to sugar-laden beef jerky. Their sugar-free biltong is seasoned and then air-dried for up to two weeks, providing you with one of the most tender and flavorful meat snacks that you've ever had. They also use a fattier cut of beef, which adds to the tenderness and gives their biltong even better flavor. Select Savory Snacks Original Biltong is the perfect snack or travel companion for your busy life. Get a free bottle of Ranch-tastic seasoning with every order, free shipping on orders of $99 or more. Get yours today at SelectSavorySnacks.com slash SHR. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. 
Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Planet Earth CBD offers a fast-acting transdermal patch that targets your aches and pains for the relief you need. Not only is the patch uniquely patented, but it is widely believed to provide larger quantities of available cannabinoids to the source of pain than other brands' subpar products. Effective for 24 to 48 hours, experience the benefits of Planet Earth's high-quality transdermal patch. Manufactured by Next Generation Technology in an FDA-registered facility, this pressure-sensitive adhesive delivers rich hemp extract directly through the skin. Be it a neck ache or a headache, you can count on CBD to take off the edge. Go to planetearthcbd.com today to learn more. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. Chronic stress leaves us tired, distracted, and physically vulnerable. Apollo Neuro is here to help you take control. Apollo Neuro is a new wearable that trains your nervous system to be more resilient to stress. Apollo's gentle vibrations use your sense of touch to help you recover from stress, going from fight or flight to rest and digest, so you can relax, get to sleep, focus, and stay healthy. Developed by physicians and neuroscientists, Apollo Neuro has been tested in multiple clinical trials and is proven to improve heart rate variability, the key biometric of stress. Special offer for friends of Superhuman Radio. Try Apollo Neuro today and get 15% off your purchase at apolloneuro.com slash superhuman. That's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-E-U-R-O dot com slash superhuman. Over 11 million people in the U.S. have some form of retinal damage, also known as macular degeneration. This is expected to double to nearly 22 million by 2050. Artificial blue light, age, type 2 diabetes are all contributors. Doctors say there's no cure. Armed is changing that opinion. In one clinical trial, 93% of patients had arrested or improved their condition. 54% reported lessening of glare, reduced dryness, and improved clarity and comfort. And 0% felt worse during treatment and no side effects. Take control of your macular degeneration or keep it from ever occurring. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and get armed today. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. Don't hate us because we feel good. Welcome back. Uh, We have a question from a live viewer. Uh, Tony Pekus is asking, what about THC? Uh, I recall skimming over an article about sativa and some anti-COVID benefits. Is there any evidence that THC may provide any of these uh, benefits we see in CBD? We didn't use uh, a THC, so we, we're in no position to, uh, to answer that question. And plus, you know, THC is a lightning rod today. I mean, some states have some uh, legalities, uh, others it's still illegal. Doing research on something that's illegal in, you know, 60% of the country is probably uh, futile, uh, because even if it does help, <laughs> most people aren't going to be able to get it anyway. So it, it doesn't matter. So what about reversal? Um, as I said, going into the break, we know that some of the uh, damage done to the lungs appears to be permanent. Um, the lungs just can't recover. And as a result of that, uh, people who survive COVID, uh, some, not all, but some who survive COVID, they end up with lifelong uh, problem, lung problem. Did you see a reversal of the damage uh, in the presence of the of the CBD? For uh, 
for a short-term experiment, the answer is yes. But uh, the uh, ARDS, or the Acute Respiratory Distress Syndrome, has, uh, by textbook, three phases, from uh, exudative to proliferative to fibrotic, as you mentioned earlier, that you do have that uh, fibrosis. So I, I think you never get back to the way you were. In surgery, we have uh, one truism. A scar once made is made forever. We don't regenerate. We repair. We, we make scars. And the scars in the lungs, just like scars uh, on the back of your hand, is not as pliable, is not the normal uh, uh, skin. So I think it's a matter of how hard you look. You will always find uh, a residual effect, depending on the degree. Some have a much worse, others not uh, as much. But, but the damage is uh, very likely to be... Uh, uh, going on for a substantial amount of time. So when we look at COVID uh, or SARS-CoV-2, we know that earlier the treatment, the better the outcome. So perhaps in the future research that you do, we can look at um, intervention introduction windows and see if, in fact, the sooner you start, the less lasting damage there is. Would you think that that would be a possibility? Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, we want to fight the virus. We want the body's innate and adaptive immune arms to, 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 to stand up and get rid of the virus. But we want to do so with the minimum amount of collateral damage, which is not a, a, an easy thing. Because no matter which army wins the battle, the battlefield is destroyed. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. But the, uh, the, the, I think the best time is to, to intervene before the massive release of, uh, say, this thing called IL-1 beta, which is uh, a, a very, very potent uh, inflammatory mediator. Um, the, the suppression of uh, or the, the, the reestablishment of the regulation, this is a very finely tuned, uh, complex uh, system. And I think, uh, as Dr. Babin said earlier, it's going to require a, a lot of uh, adjustment. Not, I don't think, as you said, one single medication is going to do that. It will require physician teams of physicians to... To, to really help the patient uh, recover and uh, return to, to the state of uh, equilibrium. So, um, so um, God, I'm sorry, Dr. Babin. Exactly. Um, uh, the, uh, you raised a very good point. The, the, the timing, and just to add to what Dr. Yu said, the timing is extremely important because immune system has three jobs in our body. It is it has to detect, attack, and clear. So we have to let the immune system to detect, attack, and then for the clearance, that when this uh, intervention with an agent like CBD can be very helpful to make this clearance meaningful and bring down that uh, the tone of the attack and comes down and go back to the homeostatic, to the balance, basically, immune balance. Yes. 
So the, 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 the fact that we have an endocannabinoid system and the fact that we actually have cannabidiol or can, cannabinoid receptors um, indicates to me that throughout evolution we were exposed uh, to these plants. Perhaps we consumed them the way we consume lettuce and broccoli today. At one time we consumed them just the way the mitochondria um, became a co-conspirator of ours, you know, we, we know that the things that are, make up our tissue, they've had part of, they've come into our journey uh, throughout evolution. So do you, do you think that the fact that CBD works in the first place is because we have an endocannabinoid system, number one, and part two of that question is, are we ignoring the cannabinoid receptor and its importance in our daily life by not consuming plants that have CBD in them already? Uh, let me clarify. Um, we, if you look at a worm, the C. elegans, they have the uh, receptor as well. Mm-hmm. And they don't ever consume uh, cannabidiol. So I think a, a, a more uh, appropriate way to look at it is... Uh, you have a key that will open a lock. And that regular key, the endogenous signaling system, is the endocannabinoid signaling system that the body ordinarily uses and is very, very ubiquitous. It just so happened that this plant, the cannabis plant, produces compound that can fake, happen to, to open the same lock. But I don't think uh, uh, we are sitting here just waiting to eat this plant. The plant compound is sort of like a counterfeit uh, a U.S. dollar bill. You yeah. take that fake dollar bill, you go to the store. Yeah, you can fool them for some time, but it's not the real thing. Right. It does. It does uh, uh, do the the mimicry good enough. If you look at the uh, the structure, the real thing looks like it but i don't think uh we 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 were designed to eat the stuff because uh, if you do the genetic uh, uh tracing this this material has been the, the the endocannabinoid signaling system has been around for a long okay. time okay probably predates way 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 predates the appearance of uh cannabis sativa so and and so what you're basically saying is it's very similar to phytoestrogens in plant that they, we have estrogen receptors and there happens to be something in the plant world that also mimics that but it's it didn't contribute to the fact that we have estrogen. I I get it. That's good. Absolutely. So um do we know which there, there are two uh, CBD receptors, correct? Uh, Cannabidiol one and two is that correct? And CB two. And do we know which receptor is responsible for the beneficial effects in in dealing with the uh, exacerbated inflammatory response from uh, SARS CoV two? So the CB one and CB two are the part of the endocannabinoid endocannabis system, but they are not the direct receptor for CBD. So CB1, yes, it is. Uh, it reacts with the THC. However, CBD 
does not react with either one really directly. Mm. However, there are other receptors like shape one, like GPR fifty five. Those are uh, there are several receptors which are uh, uh, reacting to the uh, CBD. But when CBD activates those receptors, those act, that activation indirectly affects the CB two, and CB two get activated on the uh, uh, immune sense system basically. So. Indirectly, it affects the endocannabis system, but neither CB1 nor CB2 is the receptor for CB2. That's fascinating. CB2. That's very fascinating. Yep. That uh, I would have never guessed that. So, where, where where in our body is cannabidiol made? As part of the endocannabinoid system, is it made in cells? Is it made in the liver? Is it made in random tissue? Do we know where 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 these these mo- molecules are made? The molecules that uh, the body makes is, is, is not uh, a cannabidiol. It is called uh, anatomide, which is a long-chain fatty acid, very similar to the uh, prostaglandin, the inflammatory mediator. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we don't make cannabidiol. The, the compound we make is called uh, arachidonyl ethanol amide, which is similar that's what the uh, the fake dollar comes in. We don't make CBD. We make the real thing, and the CBD looks like the real thing. There are several of these uh, we call an endocannabinoid, and anatomide is the big one, uh, and also 2-AG is the other one. So and so, and so they're, fa- they're, fa- they're fatty acids, you're saying. Is that what you said, they're fatty acids? They're all long-chain fatty acids that are modified, and... Uh, the interesting thing is that uh, a lot of them have uh, uh, two uh, uh, hydroxyls, so they are diols, and they have a tail that has five uh, uh, carbon chains called a pentanyl tail. Okay, so uh, I don't want to veer too far off this, but since this may be in, in your wheelhouse of study, so if we in fact make these molecules, and in fact these molecules have a variety of beneficial effects in in regulating immune response, uh, affecting pain, affecting mood. Um, does dietary fat intake play a role in produ- in supplying the donor substrates that become these fatty these long chain fatty acids that have this wonderful effect? The answer is uh, a qualified yes. Um, if you chronically suppress fat intake, you are going to get into trouble after several months. Um, fat is a, a very important component, uh, but the, the cell membranes are all made of, of uh, fatty acid with a polar head and uh, so when you have a, a normal store of uh, fatty acid, you will use that. But if you use all of them, then you will be in trouble because you will break down your own cells in the muscle, in the heart, in the liver to provide the necessary essential fatty acid. So absolutely, you need to have some fat. If you continuously don't have a fat, if somebody is on the pure protein diet, 
months after months, the, you will get into uh, pro- protein poisoning, and you will start to break down the own body to produce the necessary uh, uh, essential long-chain fatty acid. So, yes, you do need to have some fat intake. Absolutely. I, I think Stefanson proved that in his uh, after he lived with the Inuit, and then he tried to re- re- reproduce the diet, but he ate only lean. I think he was at Bellevue Hospital for that uh, for that research, and uh, he broke down. He he became uh, uh, emotionally unstable. He felt sick. He felt weak. He started to lose muscle, and they couldn't figure it out. And then it was only when he started to incorporate fat back into his diet that he feel good again. And then he realized, oh, the Inuit they eat a lot of fat along with, you know, they don't eat any vegetables. They just eat meat and 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 fat. So I, I see what you're saying. That's interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, we're going to take our last commercial break. And when we come back, I want you to tell us uh, what is the next step in your research, because I think this is very, very fascinating. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Superhuman Radio. Everybody wants to feel better, be healthier and happier. If you don't sweat profusely on a regular basis, you won't feel as good as you could. Studies have shown the power of infrared sauna. Infrared penetrates one to two inches into the body. It helps those with back pain, fibromyalgia, arthritis, depression, and anxiety. Patients get relief from infrared sauna. The Good Health Sauna has been shown to be an exercise mimetic, conveying many of the same benefits as cardio. There are a lot of reasons people buy a Good Health Sauna, but the bottom line is you will be a much happier, healthier person by using the Good Health Sauna every day. You'll crave it. You'll love it, and it will be the best purchase you have ever made. Good Health Saunas provide commercial-grade saunas for in-home and commercial use, backed by the best lifetime warranty in the industry. Unmatched customer service and the best financing makes owning one easy and will fit any budget. Go to goodhealthsauna.com slash superhumanradio to learn more and save 25% off. I love beef, and if you love beef, listen up. I've discovered the best-tasting beef in the world, and that's not an exaggeration, at piedmontese.com. The Piedmontese breed is famous from Italy for being lean and unbelievably tender with half the fat and calories of traditional beef. Even typically tough cuts are tender when it comes from the Piedmontese cows. And for the first time ever, Piedmontese cows are being raised here in the USA. Get two free 10-ounce New York strips when you purchase $50 or more at Piedmontese.com with code SHR. Go to P-I-E-D-M-O-N-T-E-S-E dot com and use code SHR today. You will never eat any other type of beef ever again. Planet Earth CBD offers a fast-acting transdermal patch that targets your aches and pains for the relief you need. Not only is the patch uniquely patented, but it is widely believed to provide larger quantities of available cannabinoids to the source of pain than other brands' subpar products. Effective for 24 to 48 hours, experience the benefits of Planet Earth's high-quality transdermal patch. Manufactured by Next Generation Technology in an FDA-registered facility, this pressure-sensitive adhesive delivers rich hemp extract Directly through the skin, be it a neck ache or a headache, you can count on CBD to take off the edge. Go to PlanetEarthCBD.com today to learn more. Unlock your potential with the best cognitive enhancement and anti-aging supplements on the market. PureNootropics.net goes the extra mile for the highest quality ingredients. Third-party tested to make sure you only receive the best your money can buy. There's no better choice with their money-back guarantee and free shipping. Try their best-selling DHM. Dihydromyricetin prevents hangovers and helps 
liver detox after a night of drinking. Get your DHM and other nootropics and longevity supplements from purenootropics.net, the purest supplements around. Are you still on the fence about body protection complex BPC oral from drseeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company gym in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some bagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon One. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon One. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one.com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back. We're talking with Dr. Babak Baban and Dr. Jack Yu. They are from the Medical College of Georgia at Augusta. We're talking about a recent paper that they published looking at uh, the effects of CBD on the inflammatory response uh, suffered by the lungs during SARS-CoV-2, well, COVID-19. Uh, clearly, there is some value to understanding what this molecule can do. Um, yes, fascinating interview. It really is. And I'll tell you what else is even more fascinating. So, you know, I'm, I'm not super intelligent about fats and fatty acids and stuff like that. But, in fact, stearic acid and palmitic acid are both precursors to the uh, fatty acids that you spoke of that have this um, marvelous effect on the endocannabinoid system. And obviously, those are two fats that are highly discouraged because they're saturated fats. And people are told, well, no, don't eat saturated fat, when in fact, there may be some value uh, to saturated fat consumption. You never know. That that debate is, is still going on. We're not going to get into that. So, what does future research look like to you to help get a better understanding of the value of uh, CBD, uh, not just in this particular incidence uh, of inflammatory lung, but other diseases, even maybe even COPD? I see this maybe being something valuable in, uh, in COPD. What do you think? Uh, uh, in the two uh, pathways. One is uh, more clinical. Uh, we want to put through uh, IRBs uh, uh, using a randomized controlled trial to confirm that the observed effect in mice will happen in human as well. And uh, that is a more prolonged, uh, more involved process, obviously. Um, but we are actively pursuing that. And then the other side is to try to understand more the mechanism. So there's a, a component that's uh, looking for the scientific 
uh, underpinning of this. And the other one is more like engineer. You just want to make sure it works. Um, how it works is not as important as the fact that it works. Uh, because literally thousands of people uh, dying every day. Um, so we, we want to hurry that process up uh, uh, with appropriate uh, uh, precaution. And then uh, from the, the biology perspective, this is a fascinating process. So the first thing we need to do is to use the real virus. Since the real virus does not uh, engage the mouse uh, lung viola. Uh, uh, so our collaborator is using a, a transgenic, a special genetically engineered uh, uh, um, mouse strain that has a human uh, angiotensin converting enzyme type 2. So we're going to infect the, the, the transgenic uh, ACE2 with the, uh, the virus. Then we're going to go try to, at the initial phase after the infection, try to wake up the immune system and using an immune potentiator. And then once the, uh, the, the hyperinflammatory uh, state start to, to look like it's going to happen before the cytokine storm or even after the cytokine, during the cytokine storm, to rescue it with uh, uh, CBD. And there are other uh, applications, as you mentioned. Uh, uh, one, one would be to... Uh, we, we have started that work even before the, the, the pandemic is to use uh, CBD as the post-operative uh, pain relief medicine. As you know, the, there's a massive uh, uh, a narcotic uh, uh, overdose crisis and uh, just about every seven minutes somebody dies of uh, uh, opiate overdose. So CBD is almost ideal. Uh, it relieves pain. It makes you want to move more, which is important because after surgery, if you don't move, you tend to have more complications. It increases your appetite. is an orexin. Uh, it, it has uh, ability to suppress nausea and vomiting. So that's one of the things that actually got us started looking at uh, wound healing and uh, the effect of uh, CBD. Um, so... We're very excited, and uh, there are a lot of work to be done, and uh, I'll give it to Dr. Yes. And uh, exactly, just to add a few words, uh, uh, as you mentioned, and as Dr. Yu mentioned, uh, it is not only, I mean, yes, this is very important in high urgency for the COVID-19. However, the uh, impact is uh, larger than that, really. The other uh, inflammatory uh, diseases, we have looked at it, ischemic kidney, uh, we, ha we have used on the ischemia, we have used on the tumor models, and we are actively doing it. Uh, so uh, those are the venues, really, we want to uh, extend our research and continue our research on that yeah, with CBD. So Tyler Cypress says, but why not use full spectrum? which is often better as it contains terpenes and other parts of the plant that can also be helpful to the human body. Yeah, why, why aren't you using a full-spectrum product? Why are you just focusing on a, a CBD isolate? We, uh, we, we are using the, uh, in our studies, uh, ongoing study, we are using uh, full-spectrum and broad-spectrum. We are comparing them. We started with uh, isolate because 
uh, when you do the research and looking for a mechanism, as you have less uh, variables, it's easier for the right. basically find to assign to assign yeah assign to this particular molecule yeah. of this effect. Yeah. So, so when we have the proof of concept, then yes, then we will extend it to the full spectrum, and then we have because in full spectrum we have also to come compare do and compare with uh, each of those variables are important. So. Uh, it's a very good uh, point. We are doing it. We are comparing different um, form of the CBD and uh, uh, in the future, it's Absolutely. What about boswellic acid? Andrew Scarbo, who's watching the show from uh, the UK, he says, I like to use boswellic acid, similar effects and less expensive to get quality product. Does boswellic acid have similar effects as CBD? I... I don't know. Not, not aware of that compound at all. Okay. No, we, we, we don't know. I mean, interesting. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, look, I want to I want to thank you for your research. I want to thank you for coming on the show and talking about it. I, it's valuable to get this information out into the public so people understand uh, that there are other things out there that could help. Um, uh, you know, this this um, this virus has has hurt a lot of elderly people especially, and they are the least likely to recover from it. So the sooner we can give them access to something that can assuage the the damage from being done in the first place, the, the, the better it is. And again, I mean, I'm not suggesting and you're not suggesting that people go out and buy CBD and treat people who have COVID with it. At the same time, it that's a personal decision. If somebody wants to do that, then God bless them. Let them do it. If it, if it benefits them, great. One thing is for sure, uh, CBD is generally regarded as safe now. Uh, large doses don't seem to hurt people. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that uh, it is available for people to consider, I think. And, and physicians, too. Physicians could uh, direct their patients to, to, to try this. They could. Thank you very much for being here today, both of you, Dr. Thank Baban you. and Dr. Yu. Thank you. Take care. Take care. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so we're going to take one quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a study that uh, claims that the Beyond Meat burger is better for you than beef. The study was uh, done and published by Stanford Medicine. And interestingly enough, guess who funded the study? Beyond Meat. So we're going to dig into this in a second. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Superhuman Radio. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long, stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of having. Started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax. That was at eight years old. And so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah, so I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me. Um, 
to help with anxiety because I'm talking, you know, full bull out panic attack. The the chill pill was the first thing that I've found that actually in the middle of a panic attack I can take and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the chill pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. Over 11 million people in the U.S. have some form of retinal damage, also known as macular degeneration. This is expected to double to nearly 22 million by 2050. Artificial blue light, age, type 2 diabetes are all contributors. Doctors say there's no cure. Armed is changing that opinion. In one clinical trial, 93% of patients had arrested or improved their condition. 54% reported lessening of glare, reduced dryness, and improved clarity and comfort. And 0% felt worse during treatment and no side effects. Take control of your macular degeneration or keep it from ever occurring. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and get armed today. Everybody wants to feel better, be healthier and happier. If you don't sweat profusely on a regular basis, you won't feel as good as you could. Studies have shown the power of infrared sauna. Infrared penetrates one to two inches into the body. It helps those with back pain, fibromyalgia, arthritis, depression, and anxiety. Patients get relief from infrared sauna. The Good Health Sauna has been shown to be an exercise mimetic, conveying many of the same benefits as cardio. There are a lot of reasons people buy a Good Health Sauna, but the bottom line is you will be a much happier, healthier person by using the Good Health Sauna every day. You'll crave it, you'll love it, and it will be the best purchase you have ever made. Good Health Saunas provide commercial-grade saunas for in-home and commercial use, backed by the best lifetime warranty in the industry. Unmatched customer service and the best financing makes owning one easy and will fit any budget. Go to goodhealthsauna.com slash superhumanradio to learn more and save 25% off. If you suffer from digestive issues like gas, bloating, cramping, even when you're eating healthy, nutritious foods, then you could probably benefit from a high-quality enzyme. As you know, I'm a mega fan of Bioptimizers. They're one of the few supplement companies who I use religiously because their products work. I asked them for a great deal for my listeners, and they over-delivered. Right now, you can get a bottle of Masszyme for free. All you need to do is pay a small shipping fee, and there's no catch, no tricks, no forced continuity, nothing to cancel. They're so confident in their product that they offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. I'm positive you'll love the results. I strongly suggest you head over to their site to grab your free bottle before this offer runs out. Go to masszymes.com slash SHR free. That's M-A-S-S-Z-Y-M-E-S dot com slash S-H-R-F-R-E-E, all one word. You will automatically get access to your unique coupon code to claim your free bottle, and there's a limit, one per household. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. Don't hate us because we feel good. Welcome back. We've talked on this show quite a bit over the years about how science is for sale today. 
And it really is. You can find science and scientists who would come up with research to back your personal opinion, no matter what it is. Uh, Science has become more like religion than science. So it's no surprise to me that I saw this study. Elisa sent this to me. So this is from Stanford Medicine. Plant-based meats improve some cardiovascular risk factors compared to red meat. Let's talk about the study first of all. Um, The study used a group of individuals, I think it was 30 altogether, who ate one way for eight weeks and then ate another way for eight weeks, and they looked at blood markers and stuff like that to assess the effects. Now, they talk about chopped meat, ground beef, in the beginning of the article. But then throughout the article, they just refer to the subjects ate two meals a day with of red meat or the Beyond Meat burgers. And they did that for eight weeks, and then they switched and did the other thing. So if they were the group that ate Beyond Meat twice a day for eight weeks, then they switched and they became the red meat eaters. They never said the type of red meat they were eating. Never. It's interesting to me. If if you're claiming that Beyond Meat is better than chopped meat or ground beef, then shouldn't they all be eating ground beef? Uh, some of them ate chicken. They did note that. But other than that, they just lumped everything in together as ra- red meat. Now, <clears throat> this is a problem for me. This has been a problem for a long time. Whenever we talk about meat, studies always say red meat is bad for you. But then you find out that they consider bologna, hot dogs, you know, processed meats, red meat. And they're not red meat. They're not. If anything, they're gray, actually. And red meat to me is steak, um, chopped meat, you know, uh, what else? Different cuts of steak and chopped meat. That's red meat. I mean, even pork is considered the other white meat. They try to differentiate themselves from red meat for a reason. So, what they discovered were two things. And whether or not the research proves anything at all as far as cardiovascular risk. Okay? Beyond Meat is loaded with lots of garbage. Right? Beef is beef. That's it. That's it. It's just beef. Ground beef is beef. That's it. You know, Beyond Meat has uh, coconut oil in it, as the, the fat, has a variety of plant-based uh, products, added sodium, you know, it has fillers to add texture, blah, blah, blah. And while they're trying to focus on sodium, that the only thing that's really questionable about beyond beef or beyond meat is that it that it is um has a lot of sodium in it where beef doesn't that's really not the real problem let's be honest so they made sure to point out that beyond meat had no say so in the research they gave the grant and they didn't take part in designing the study and that would make you feel good until you read this one part Senior author, whose last name is Gardner, is a longtime vegetarian, 
and a staunch proponent of eating whole foods with particular emphasis on vegetables. So the senior author is basically an anti-meat person. Of course, he's going to, he doesn't need any oversight by the company to say, hey, we want the outcome to be this way. He's already in their camp. It's probably why they authorized him to do it. Let's be honest. No one is going to give money to a group without having a sense of whether or not the research is going to come out in favor for them. Because most legitimate groups who do research will say, you're giving us money to do this. Now, we're going to publish this paper whether it comes out good for you or not. And if you're a company whose stock is going through the roof, would you take a chance like that to have them go, well, you know, there was no difference? Uh-uh. Or, yeah, it wasn't any better than red meat? Uh-uh. You're not. Come on. We're not fools, right? Follow the money. So, <clears throat> red meat was what they were looking at. They didn't determine whether or not these were whole cuts of red meat, how the meat was processed, was it grass-fed, was it naturally raised. There's only two things that they looked at in this study. And the first one is a complete loser, in my opinion. It's TMAO. <clears throat> they said that TMAO was lower in the group that was eating the Beyond Meat product twice a day for eight weeks. We know now that TMAO is not causative of heart disease. It seems to correlate. And there were two good studies <laughs> a couple years ago that showed that depending on your microbiome, eating meat may produce TMAO or not. So TMAO is more an indicator that your gut is messed up than meat is causing problems. And so it's quite plausible that your messed up gut is what causes the heart disease over time. Or it could be that your messed up gut correlates with the crap food you eat day in and day out, which has nothing to do with meat. So TMAO is a very, very weak, weak uh, correlate. And everyone, and they even put it in the study. At this point, we cannot be sure that TMAO is a causal risk factor or just an association. They had to say that because that's what science says. But yet they put all their eggs in that car. Oh, it reduced TMAO. So that was the one thing that they said was uh, proof that it was better for your heart. The other thing they said was there was a slight, a significantly significant but slight drop in LDL cholesterol in the group eating the Beyond Meat twice a day as opposed to the quote-unquote whatever red meat they were considering red meat. Again, LDL is not... Is not we, we know now that cholesterol is not directly indicative of heart disease. Inflammation is. We also know that carbohydrates promote inflammation to a greater degree than fats or proteins. And there's only there are no animal carbohydrates. There are no animals out there that have a high in carbs. It's all plant-based stuff that's high in carbs. There was one thing that surprised them. There was a modest drop in body weight in the eight weeks that the guys and gals who ate the Beyond Meat versus the quote-unquote red meat. But that doesn't mean anything. You and I know that. People have cancer. 
they lose massive amounts of weight. You think they want to lose that weight? No, most of it is is muscle weight. So it's very plausible that the group for the eight weeks that didn't get any meat, they lost muscle. If they would have done a DEXA scan, some sort of qualitative body composition analysis and said, and it was all body fat, then I'd say, wow, this is really interesting. That's interesting. But just losing two pounds over the course of the eight weeks doesn't tell me anything. It could have been two pounds of valuable muscle. But see, this group doesn't put any value on muscle. They're like the mainstream. So be prepared. Be prepared for this study to start being discussed. Oh, Elisa said it was grass-fed. Are you saying that the meat was all grass-fed, and was it all whole cuts of beef, Elisa? Please, put that up there. But I come back to my point. TMAO is not indicative of heart disease, and all scientists agree that it's a weak correlate at this point in time, and we really don't know what it means. There is research out there that shows that your gut produces higher levels of TMAO, not just the consumption of meat. So if your gut is jacked up, that's where the TMAO is coming from. The other thing is losing two pounds of muscle isn't a good thing, and they needed to quantify that in this study. But lastly, always follow the money. The guy heading up the study... He's a vegetarian slash vegan. He's completely anti-meat. So uh, um, Beyond Meat is saying, well, we had no impetus. We didn't know how this was going to turn out. You knew how it was going to turn out. You would not have funded this study if there was even a 1% chance that it was going to come back and say your product stunk. You know that. And anybody with a brain knows that. So I'm calling this science BS. I'd like to see a nonpartisan uh, a group that has no vested interest in this, head up by meat eaters to redo this research and, and, and find the same outcomes. That's what I'd like to see. But we won't see that because Beyond Meat won't fund that study. I guarantee it. So be prepared. You're going to start seeing this in the media very shortly. Beyond Meat reduces the risk of heart attack. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. And that's it for today. And thank you for watching. Share the show. Please share the show. Always share the show. Uh, help people learn more and not become uh, fools and uh, preyed upon by what the mainstream message is. All right, we'll see you tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. Thank you for watching today.